My neighbor is a bit, at this point, unpleasant. He 40, male lives across the street from me, 24, female. He's constantly coming over to my yard to chat whenever I'm outside or leaving to go somewhere. I'll literally be walking to my car, clearly heading out, and he'd jog across the street to have an absolutely meaningless chat with me. I thought he was just a lonely guy at first, but thing got progressively creepy. Every time I'm outside for more than 10-20 minutes, he's in my yard chatting. It's as if he's watching me. He mentioned me being home all the time. All of these things in my mind weren't things that I pondered on. I found it odd but didn't think about it too much. He made a comment the other day that just pieced everything together. I live with my mom. He once caught my mom outside taking the garbage bins into the garage and started talking to her. It was 10 p.m. He said he was taking his nightly walk, but my mom said she saw him coming out of his house. He followed her inside and stayed over until midnight, talking about his horrible ex-wife and woman friends who've led him on. Even mentioned how one of them called him a stalker because in his words, they just happened to be at the same party. Later he changed his story and said she was embarrassed to be seen with him in public. He's not really attractive so I doubt anyone let him on. This at this point, I thought he was extremely lonely and depressed so me and my mom just let him talk. We did think he was very weird though. My brother and I were walking to the pool and he came outside, just in time for his afternoon walk, and walked with us there. It was kind of weird because I just wanted quality time with my brother. But he stayed there and talked our ears off for over an hour. He tries to hide it, but he gets super upset when I forget to respond to a text. Once I suggested we and my brother go have a cookout this was before I thought he was kinda weird and I got caught up with things and forgot to respond. The next time I saw him, he mentioned it and was visibly upset. He thought he was hiding his anger and tried to make it into a joke and laugh about it, but he was obviously extremely mad. This was more recent and when I started thinking it wasn't just weirdness, but red flaggy. To start this part off, I thought he had red flags but not necessarily towards me, so I was still cordial with him even though he made me annoyed and slightly uncomfortable. He helped me with my car recently and tried to buy me an expensive new car battery. I insisted that he not buy it multiple times, told him I felt very uncomfortable with that. He literally says, I don't care what you say, I'm going to help you. He bought it. We're not close friends at all, we don't know each other's last names. I just feel like the battery was a way for him to squeeze his way into my life. I tried paying him back, but he won't take it. When he was helping me with my car, I thanked him. This was before he tried to buy me the battery he goes, oh yay NP. I help people all the time. I helped this woman one time. She wanted me to help her ex-boyfriend to jump his car. It was kinda like WTF, but I don't hot grudges, so I did it. I was thinking WTF. I've shown literally zero interest in this dude. I've been a friendly neighbor, just like everyone else. But I've never asked to come over his house or came to his yard to talk. Again, the boyfriend comment didn't hit me until later that he thought this was some type of mutual interest thing. I didn't really think he was necessarily interested in me. I've seen him at the pool and park in our neighborhood and had friendly small talk conversations, but nothing that even meant friendship. I enjoy talking to my neighbors in general. He was just one of my neighbors, but he sees this as romantic interest now. I just feel really violated in a way, 
I don't like how I feel like he's constantly watching and commenting on my life. He said things like, Your mom's been having longer work days, huh? I can't be in my front yard. I can't wash my car, can't just sit outside, can't do regular things in my front yard because this guy wants to talk all the time and force himself into my house. So I moved into a duplex with my ex about three years ago in what we thought was a safer part of the city. One of our neighbors, Amber, works in the duplex rental office and her husband, Ed, was at the time fresh out of prison later would see all of the swastika tattoos and had been doing and continues to do landscape work for the rentals like mow the lawns, cut down trees, etc. Other than that, he is home mostly doing odds and ends things like tinkering with his mower or truck or something. They both are super nice people, very kind and loving towards others and always offer to help out. We have smoked weed together a few times, Ed smokes more than Amber, and I've talked about all kinds of things, so I thought I could trust them and felt very safe being their neighbor. I once mentioned how sometimes when I'm home alone, I hear steps in the attic over my room and what sounds like a chair being dragged. How sometimes the noise follows me around the house and always freaks me out to the point of calling someone just to feel a little safer until the noises die down, Ed said. What, you think we're spying on you? In a laughing way, but it creeped me out a little. So then, I break up with my boyfriend and he moves out. This is recent so a few months ago. Ed started texting me asking if I wanted to smoke while Amber was still at work. I declined every time, finding different excuses because I still felt uncomfortable around him. Then he asked if I wanted to have sex with him because he thinks Amber is cheating on him. I deaf shut that down and it was awkward as F. I didn't tell Amber because I didn't want to get kicked out or have some horrible awkward tension, and I hate confrontation so I kept quiet. That's when I start to hear things in the attic above my room more often. It freaked me out even more when I woke up to a loud bang outside my front door at about 3 quarters am. When I went to examine it, there was a small lockpick outside my door on the ground, but no one around. I kept the lockpick and the next day, I texted a picture of it to Amber to let her know I thought someone was creeping around and she said, Oh, that's Ed's. That's his ice pick. Not a lockpick, sweetie. No one can pick your deadbolt with that. But I know the difference in a four and skinny ass lockpick and an ice pick. I'm so scared to be alone here, especially at night. Our addicts connect and it's not outlandish to think he could be up there spying on me. I even found a freshly drilled hole in the ceiling of my room. I just put wadded up paper in it and try not to think of it. I honestly hope nothing comes of it and I'm just being paranoid. Edit. For everyone saying to call the police, I really have no evidence. I have the lockpick still and pictures of my door being messed with, but when I've gone into the attic, it's been completely empty. I've never gone in alone because its opening is in my garage and there is no ladder so it requires two people but as of now it is a gaping hole above my washer and dryer and very hard to get into without good upper body strength. I'd call my ex to come home when the dragging would start and by the time he got there, it'd be cleared out. So I'm hesitant to report anything with no evidence. This is 100% true. I'm staying with my boyfriend until I move out in a few weeks despite my neighbors being upset I'm leaving. To address another thing, I didn't see any swastika tattoos until months after I had been hanging out on their back porch to smoke with them. 
He had his shirt off for the first time, and there were at least three on his body. Confused me because Amber and Ed are super Wiccan. She has wicked tattoos all over and stuff, and so I believe maybe his tattoos were for protection in prison. Either way, after that, I stopped hanging with them, and would only speak to them if we were both outside at the same time. Also, I can't reply to comments anymore for some reason newish to Reddit, so if anyone can help me out, that'd be awesome. I was quite a naive teenager, and the first 12 or 13 or so years of my life were very sheltered. As I grew up in a small town community and attended schools that had fewer than 100 students, we moved when I was 14 to a larger, urban area at the time I thought it was a big city, but it's not, and at the new house was where I met the neighbor in question. I didn't realize until recently, when I really thought about that period of my life, that he was trying to groom me. I could have been a potential victim of his. It's 12 years on now, and I've only just realized what he was trying to do. When I was 14, we moved. Packed up our lives and moved. We moved into a quiet cul-de-sac, and I attended the local school. My mom found a new job, and she worked a lot, so she was out of the house quite a bit. I had an older brother, but he was 20 and out partying or staying at other people's houses, so I saw him even less than I did my mom. I met the creepy neighbor the day after we moved in. He lived three houses down from us, and because it was a sleepy cul-de-sac, he had seen the comings and goings of cars and moving trucks. He came over, introduced himself, and presented my mom with a dish of lasagna and asked if there was anything he could help us with. Normally my mom is quite wary of new people, and she's been burned by users and abusers in the past, but she seemed comfortable around the neighbor, and he did very much put her at ease, even making her smile and laugh. He helped us with some of the larger items of furniture, and he even gave mom the contact information for the local plumbers and electricians, should we need them. He told us which were the best companies in town for the internet, etc. In short, he was very friendly and helpful, going out of his way to make sure we were settled in. At first, he kept to himself. We didn't really see him in the first three months. If I walked past and he was in his garden, then of course, I'd stop and say hello. He asked a lot of questions. He asked about school and my friends, which teachers I liked and didn't like. He asked which subjects I liked and if I had homework. Again, I didn't read too much into this. He was just being polite and neighborly. I guess as he figured out mom's work pattern and that I was home alone a lot after school, then he became bolder. One day I was walking home, it was after four, as I'd volleyball practice. He was out in his garden. It was a really hot day, and he said hello and asked about school, asked if I had enjoyed practice. He then invited me inside for a glass of lemonade. I told him I needed to get home and get dinner started so that mom had something to eat when she finished in a few hours. He told me it was just a glass of lemonade, and I had nothing to worry about. Long story short, most weeks after practice I'd have something to drink with him. He was easy to talk to and friendly. He wasn't like any of the other grown-ups in my life. Looking back on it now, it seemed that it was easy to relate to him in a way. He wasn't trying too hard to be cool or, hey kids, I'm one of you, but he seemed to trust my intelligence in a way that no other adults could. He wasn't condescending, and he wasn't a rule enforcer like the teachers or other adults in my life. He also started dropping by the house a bit too. 
on the odd chance that mom had gotten off work early, or if it was her day off, then he wouldn't, and if my brother was home, then again, not a peep out of the neighbor, but if it was the evening, and I was home alone, then most days he'd come by. He was quite a good gardener, so he'd ask what had been left for me to start dinner with, and he'd give me tips or sometimes he'd go to his garden and pick some herbs to go into the meal. He also picked me flowers from his garden. Each time I thanked him he'd say something like, that's what friends are for, or you deserve flowers, you work hard in school. One time he even said to me, pretty flowers for a pretty girl. That one washed right over me. I thanked him and put the flowers in a vase. I didn't think on that at all. He somehow found out it was my birthday, and so two days after, when I was once more home alone again, he came by and gave me a silver bracelet. When I told him I couldn't accept it, he shushed me and did the whole, nonsense, think nothing of it. He then told me that it could be our fun little secret, and that I could only wear it when no one else was around. It could be my thing a fun little thing, and I could think of him. Again, despite the fact that red flags were all around me, I didn't think about it too much. He was the neighbor. He was being a friend and keeping an eye on me because he knew I was home alone a lot. He very much wanted me to believe that I could trust him and view him as this protector who I could go to when or if I needed something. I got a few more gifts from him over time, and again I was told it was our secret that no one else need ever know, and that they wouldn't understand the dynamics of our friendship. After all, he told me, you wouldn't want to get both of us in trouble, and he was right, I didn't. And then one day he hugged me. I had quickly gone over to his house to help with some odd job, and he hugged me. I'm also certain he sniffed my hair too, but I can't quite remember. I remember then, feeling like it wasn't right. I was 16, nearly 17 by that stage, and we had been friends for two years now. He tried to convince me to stay longer, and I really remember having to spell it out to him that I had to get home. I really had to state explicitly several times I couldn't stay. I ran the very short distance home, and I must have looked out of sorts because my brother, who was home for once, asked me what was wrong. I didn't tell him about the neighbor, I made up some bullshit story about the neighborhood kids being rude and bullying me. So luckily, the next few times I went out, he was with me to protect me. He wouldn't let me out of the house without him. He sensed that I was really scared. The neighbor, seeing us always together, and that my brother was actually home for a change, backed right off. We moved two months later. Mom got a better job offer, and we could afford a nicer house in a nicer area, so we moved. I shudder to think what would have happened if I'd stayed that day he had hugged me, and it makes me sick to think I ever ate or drank anything he gave me. It could have been spiked. I can't believe I was so easily fooled, and I was able to let someone do that to me. ETA, thanks for the support of private messages, yes I am okay. Shout out to the nice guy who told me that I should have given him a chance, and that chicks like me are the reason nice guys lose out. Nah fam, not today. In my old neighborhood, about a decade ago, we had a new neighbor move in the house across from us. It was a middle-aged woman who lived by herself and mostly kept to herself. If you approached her or waved, she would respond back, and for the most part she seemed pretty friendly, but something was kind of off about her behavior. I would be playing with my friends out in the front yard, 
and she would just sit on her patio and watch us for hours, blatantly. If she wasn't watching us from her patio, she was peeking through her curtains at us. We felt like we were being watched by her 24-7. We rarely seen her openly staring at any of our other neighbors so much. One night I was up watching television with my parents in our den, and we saw our lights come on in front of the house and someone's silhouette in the window. By the time my dad went to check, whoever it was left, and he didn't see any noticeable signs of suspicious activity, so we just brushed it off and decided to go to sleep. The next morning, as my dad was leaving for work early, he noticed our solar panel lamps that were stuck in the lawn alongside our driveway were missing, and the soil was still disturbed from them being plucked out of the ground. Pulling out of the driveway, he sees all five of our solar panel lamps lining our neighbor's driveway, just like we had them in our yard. He was so amused he called my mom and I, who were still asleep, out to see for ourselves. And sure enough, our lamps were sticking in her yard. We didn't say anything, because we're not the confrontational type. And after all, they were just some cheap lights, nothing of great value. The neighbor acted as normal as ever. Every day, smiling, waving, staring, small talk. After this incident, we noticed things like our Christmas and Halloween decorations getting vandalized or going missing almost every year coincidence. Also, no one else's decorations on our block was distributed until we eventually stopped decorating, and how our neighbor would copy our near every move. If we bought a garden gnome, you bet she'd have one in her yard the next day. If my mom wore a sun hat, she'd wear one too. If my parents and I were out raking leaves, she'd come out and do the same. Still, we never confronted her about anything or treated her differently, because she didn't feel like a threat necessarily. We don't live there anymore not because of her, but every now and then I remember the incident with the lights and how brazen she was. I don't know if this post belongs here, but this experience felt pretty creepy to me at the time being a kid knowing you're being watched every day and having someone constantly lurk around your property while you're asleep or unaware. I'm probably just overreacting. Anyway, Finn. I, me 28 female, and my significant others 28 male have lived in our townhouse for three years. On the very first day we moved in, our neighbors from across the way introduced themselves. They are empty nesters in their late fifties. Very warm and welcoming immediately, told us if we need anything to let them know all that stuff. One of the first things the wife will call her s said to us upon meeting was, I'm really into nature, so I look outside to look at the wildlife a lot. That's also why we have cameras facing the street. We didn't think too much of it at the time, but now looking back, this should have really freaked us out. Especially considering we live in suburbia where the closest thing to nature is a squirrel or a rouge coyote. The husband works from home, and he's not the issue in this situation. It's the wife. We'll call Sess as disabled, can't drive, and is a hermit. They never leaves the house. Literally home 24-7. We learned almost immediately that looking at nature was actually code for being an extremely nosy neighbor that borderlines being a peeping Tom. I included a shitty drawing on how the layout of our townhouses are because it's very important to this. Our places are reverse mirrors of the other house across a narrow street, close enough where I could throw a rock and almost hit their house. Both houses are on the second story with garages underneath, so clear view of each other. 
we only have windows on the side facing their house as the other side shares a wall with another neighbor. S is stationed primarily on the couch in front of their patio door 24-7. If anything happens outside, she literally runs to the patio window and stares out with her face pressed to the glass. Doesn't matter if it's a car, a neighbor walking their dog, or a delivery truck, she is always there. Watching. We kind of brushed it off at first that she's just bored and probably stir-crazy being at home constantly. But over time I started getting really annoyed whereas my so brushed it off and said she's harmless. But the closer we got to these neighbors the worse it's gotten and the more creeped out I've become. I say close in quotes because all that means is that has added me on Facebook and we exchange numbers as she's offered to let our guests park in her driveway and to let us know if her camera spots a coyote since we have a little dog. Like most boomers, she comments and likes every single thing I post on Facebook almost immediately. Okay, not a huge deal whatever. But I'll post a vacation pic and she'll comment, makes sense why you're not home, or a picture of us outside, and she'll say, oh that's why you were out there. Just like, weird shit. This next part may not be really important to the story, but to me emphasizes a boundary crossing. A few months after we moved Ines messaged me on Facebook that the place her and her husband go camping every summer is actually a nudist camping ground, it's called Ponderosa Sun Club. For anyone curious, she sent the link and said, let me know what you think. It's also casually brought up in a conversation once that they do tasteful boudoir photo shoots pretty early on into meeting them as well. Not judging, they can do what they want. But it rubbed me wrong that she told me as our relationship isn't like that. We still aren't sure what she meant by let me know what you think. If it was to see if we were accepting and wouldn't judge, or if we were interested. To be frank, they are a kooky, nerdy, frumpy couple in their late fifties. My so and I are decently good looking people. The few friends we told about this joked and said maybe they have the hots for us. She also primarily wears a t-shirt only that barely falls past her butt. But back to the peeping Tom aspect. Like I said, she's constantly looking out the window. I can park my car in the street illegally for a few seconds to grab something, and she'll text me before I can even get inside that I can use her parking spot if need be. She'll text me if I'm home from work on a day. I usually work to ask if I'm okay. She watches us all day put up our Christmas lights, or if I'm vacuuming my car in the driveway. She will wait until I'm outside watering my plants to run out and water hers at the same time too. We can't even enjoy our patio because she just stares at us. The whole time. The biggest thing that really sucks is that I'm a houseplant hobbyist, and I was so excited to move here as the windows are all south facing which is wonderful for my plants. But if I keep the blinds open it gives her full view of our place. We put up a sticker privacy glass on our bedroom windows so we could at least enjoy opening the blinds in the morning. Her one camera literally sits on a window sill just facing our house. Last winter, I found that she had a hidden nature camera by where we always walk our dog on public property, and I got so mad that I flicked it off and buried it in snow. Then I noticed a few days later the windowsill camera was changed to turn down towards the street, but now it's back on our house for F's sake. When I looked at our houses on Google Street View, you can literally see her standing in the window staring at the Google car, like she's just always there. I've been getting more and more furious about this and feel like a spectacle in my own goddamn house. 
The final straw was yesterday when my sow and I pulled in the driveway. I walked immediately into the house with back facing their house the whole time. I was wearing a mask because I felt sick. Before I could even walk up the stairs, as texted me asking what was wrong, and if I needed anything like soup or ibuprofen. I just burst into tears. I feel so violated in my own home, and I don't know how to set a boundary with her, or that it's even possible. My so and I even hypothesized that maybe as telling us about her nature watching in the first few sentences of us meeting was because something happened in the past of one of the previous tenants getting pissed at her being so nosy. They own their townhouse, and we just rent ours. I love our place. Rent is affordable, location is great, everything. Besides her. I genuinely don't know what to do or what to even say to her without it being awkward. It really doesn't help that at the end of the day she is very kind. One time they were at the nudist colony so I was getting her mail, and she gave me a $100 Visa gift card as a thank you. Her husband has jumped my car when my battery died. She's gifted me flowers for my patio. Her kindness has prevented me from blowing up at her, but I'm at my wit's end and I really don't want to move. My children and I live in an apartment community. A refugee family has moved into a unit at the end of the hall. There are four adults and three children. My daughter is six and has made friends with the young girls in this family and spends time playing with them. There is a language barrier with the adults, so we usually communicate with them through the children who translate for us. The adults speak some English, but not much at all. I'm not sure how to handle this situation since I can't speak to the parents directly because of the language barrier. So here's what happened. A few days ago, my daughter was outside playing Barbies with the girls. They were sitting in the grass nearby the girls' patio. One of the adult men came out and looked directly at my daughter and said, Nice. Beautiful. With a creepy smile according to my older son who was keeping an eye on his sister outside. So, maybe it was just a compliment. No harm in that. Well, yesterday, my daughter and I rode a bus home from a shopping trip. When we exited the bus, she ran ahead of me since I had packages slowing me down. She was probably about 20 ft in front of me when the same man was driving down the road. He saw my daughter and slowed down, creeping along next to her with a frighteningly creepy grin, nodding his head. It was the way a grown man lustfully looks at a grown woman he wants to pounce. It was sickening the way he was looking at her. I was watching him the whole time, and without taking my eyes off this creep, I called my daughter's name. Startled, he looked at me and suddenly sped up and continued down the road. He was so focused on looking at her that he didn't even notice me not far behind her. She is six years old. I am beyond creeped out and disgusted. I'm not even sure what to do other than keep my daughter away from that family. I can't really make a report until he does something like trying to lure her. I have had an intense talk with my daughter about stranger danger and what to do if he approaches her. Maybe I'm overthinking this, but that gut feeling of fear and disgust I got when I saw his facial expressions is telling me he did not have innocent thoughts in his mind when he was looking at her. Update. I'm sorry I didn't update sooner. I was really busy yesterday and I finally have time to edit my post. After reading your comments and talking to neighbors, and hearing more stories of unusual behavior with this family, I knew I definitely had to report it. I called CPS yesterday afternoon, 
I expressed my concerns and the person I spoke with said they will send someone to talk to the parents. The unfortunate thing is that because it's an anonymous tip and also due to privacy rules they cannot update me with any information they discover. I feel a lot better now that I have reported this. Thank you all for your advice and support. I didn't expect this post to get so much attention so I apologize for not responding to comments and questions yet. I will try to take a few minutes to read and acknowledge each of your comments.